We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Getting you set for the Red Sox and Yankees. Ball game over. Boston wins. This is Gresh and Keith on WEEI. The pregame begins at 12.05, first pitch at 1.05. Right here on WEEI, your home for Red Sox baseball. And, of course, you can get it on the Odyssey app as well. Joining us now on the Harbor One hotline, he uh, he joins us from the broadcast booth, also on the Twitch stream as well. And I, I feel like, uh, Will Fleming, I need to go Bob Shepard. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> one of the voices of the Boston Red Sox, Will Fleming. He not always bad. did Lewis. That's not bad. He always did Lewis Maloney. Never went Lou. So I figured that he would screw up your name too. Will, yeah. are you like a puppy with two Peters right yeah. now? I, it is. <laughs> that's about right, I would say. I, maybe I wouldn't have chosen that phrase. But, uh, you know, fellas, it's funny. Uh, we've had this weird offseason, long spring training, although it was shortened. Walking in here this morning, I, it's, it's hard to describe the the adrenaline that's going through my body right now i mean it, it, it things are getting real and uh like Hulk you know we're back on the road it's yankee stadium um these tools and pinstripes are taking batting practice you know the world is picking the yankees to to finish well above the red sox uh and there are reasons to think that that's possible but uh hope springs eternal i think the red sox you look at their lineup which just became official to see trevor's story in there uh they're going to score runs and uh it it, it there's just such an excitement in the air. It is awesome to be back on the road and to be at Yankee Stadium. This is the way it should be. You know, Red Sox and Yankees, uh, time to put up or shut up. And I think the Red Sox have every reason to think they can finish well above the Yankees this year. Well, with first pitch at 105, it sounds like it's definitely going to last over four hours for Will Fleming. <laughs> he is ready to go for opening Call day. The He's ready to go. Will, so much talk about the lack of extensions for both Rafael Devers and Xander Bogarts. I'm curious, do you think it'll impact either of those guys this season? Because I personally felt like Eduardo Rodriguez going into a contract year last year kind of messed with him, and he didn't really get it together until the end of the season. How do you think those guys are going to respond to it? So I think they're they're a little bit different. Um, I think they're both big-time pros, and I think Bogarts, it surprised me, guys, the way that he sounded yesterday, because I've had a lot of conversations with him down in Florida, and he was as happy as could be. I, I, I really, what it tells me is conversations continued all week and maybe up until yesterday and I think both sides yesterday maybe for the first time said this is not going to happen right now and I think you can read the writing on the wall the Red Sox uh, love him they want him to be around he wants Corey Seager Francisco Lindor money and maybe that term of contract 
And the Red Sox are not going to do that. Um, and frankly, we all want Xander to be around. He's the perfect leader of this team. He's a phenomenal player. But it's hard to blame the Red Sox for not wanting to spend $350 million over 10 years when you know that the guy who plays third base is going to command a similar amount of money. But to answer your question, I don't think it will impact anything in the regular season. I think Mm -hmm. once the lights go on, Xander, number one, I mean, if you just want to be cynical about it, if he wants to go make that kind of money for that kind of a term, the best way to do that is to go have an MVP-type season. So if you look at it that way, I think he could be better than ever on the field, and then we'll see what happens with the contract. I think that when you read the tea leaves, and I said this, I know that people got all fired up about it. The Red Sox want to sign Rafi Devers to a long-term deal, period. And I think they've made a lot of efforts to do that, and I think that will continue He is their number one priority. They know he's the face of the franchise going forward. They know he's a cornerstone-type player. I think Devers is going to hit a home run today. I think he's going to hit 50 home runs this year. I think he's going to make himself a lot of money, and the Red Sox understand how important he is to what they're doing. Does it feel a little bit like the Mookie Betts situation in the sense that Devers has already said, I'm not, don't compare me to other players, you know, compare me to me. And I, I, you know, Mookie Betts had comments about wanting to set the market for players, like the next generation of players, which just sounds like at least highest paid player at the position. And we know how it ended with Mookie Betts. Does it feel similar to you at all in, in that sense with Rafael Devers? Not to me, no. I think they're totally different people. And and Mookie's tone was always very different. I think these guys are so wedded to their agents now, and they know how to play the game. And a lot of this stuff is just pure gamesmanship. When they're asked questions in public, he's not going to say, yeah, I'll take a hometown discount. He's going to say, I want to be paid like Mike Trout and Juan Soto will be. I'm as good as anybody in the game. So to me, that's just brinksmanship. I don't see any way the Red Sox let Rafi walk. I don't think he wants to walk. I, I understand the hysteria, and we saw the model that somebody like Mookie Betts went away. That was hard for Red Sox fans. It would be a nightmare to lose somebody like Devers in a similar way. But if you're asking me whether I think that's at all possible, my answer is a definitive no. They will get something done. It might not be this week. It might not be next month. They're going to get Rafi Devers signed to a long-term deal, and he's going to be in Boston for a long time. Will Fleming is in Yankee Stadium. As you can see, if you are watching the Twitch stream, he is with us. Gresham Keep on the Harbor One Hotline. How important is Alex Cora in day-to-day managing Bogarts, Devers. If it were, and I don't want to besmirch the good GD name of John Farrell, if it were Farrell, I'd be real nervous. Yeah. <laughs> it actually makes me, like, I feel like the situation is kind of manageable because Alex Cora is, is in there and he's been through this. And he even mentioned that in 2019, you know, like in years past, he, learned. he would have looked at this situation very differently than he does with context now. So you're on to something that's so important, and that is that Alex is the master at managing all these kinds of things. He's totally aware of it, and he'll face it head on. You know, a lot of managers, I think, would probably, like, skirt around it. He's not going to do that. And he has great relationships with all 28 on this roster. I think he's closest, truly, to both those guys, Bogarts and Devers. And you'll see it an hour before the ball game today. Alex, one of his routines, which I love to watch, one hour before the game, he's in the dugout. And guess who sits next to him every single day? Rafi Devers does. And Bogarts comes out, and they chat about things that have nothing to do with baseball. I guarantee you, I will guarantee you in the last 24 hours, Alex has had conversations with both those guys about how he's aware of their contract situation, and it's time to move past that and just do it on the field. So I I think that Alex is the perfect guy to manage that. And the other thing I would say is, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but if the Red Sox can do what they did last year and get in, 
who's a better game day manager in the playoffs than Alex Cora? Like, I think he is a massive advantage once you get into that postseason tournament. So to me, you'd love to get one of those buys as the top two division winners. For this Red Sox team, for me, get in and let your manager be the best in the sport and take another fun ride. I think with all the discussion about Devers and Bogarts, kind of lost in that is today's opening day starter, Nathan Avaldi in the final year of his contract. And that was one where when they signed it early on, it didn't look like you were getting your bang yep. for your buck. And then last year was maybe his best year. And he stayed healthy, which has obviously been an issue with Nathan Avaldi in the past. But $17 million in the final year of his deal for this year. What are your expectations for him? And then do you think this guy has a, a future in Boston past this season? I think he does. Uh, you know, his tone is a little bit different than Xander and Rafi. When he says, "I it's, this is home for me, I feel totally comfortable, my family loves it here, read between the lines. I think Nate is not going to be a guy who says, this is maybe my last big, long contract. i got to go get every dollar that I can get. That's not really the way that Nate is built. Uh, he loves Brad Pearson, the head trainer with the Red Sox. He loves Dave Bush because one thing Nate has learned, and the reason he stayed healthy last year is, those of us who know Nate know that for a long time he felt like he was just a bull, a raging bull, and that he needed to do everything top speed all the time. And if the schedule said, today's my day to throw 40 pitches, well, I'm going to throw 40 fastballs at 99 miles an hour. He now has learned that he doesn't have to do that. And the Red Sox tinker with his routine and his schedule to keep him healthy. I think that he values that kind of stuff an enormous amount. My expectation today for Nate is that he'll pitch great. He looked awesome in spring. There's something about the Yankees and this ballpark in particular that bring out the very best in him. I think he's the perfect guy to get the season going. Uh, but I think he'll pitch really well for the Red Sox. He'll be their ace unquestionably. And again, it's just going to be whether or not it just takes one team in the market to look at Nate Evaldi and say, Nate, uh, how about five years and $125 million? Because again, I don't think that's something the Red Sox will do, but I think Nate will be willing to look at it in a more holistic way and say, I love Boston. I want to win. This is a team that will give me a chance to win every year. I think that one has a real good chance of uh, being a long-term relationship too. Well, we'll either start or get through five innings today. Well, we actually have starting pitchers that will actually be allowed to be starting pitchers. This is your best chance. That's a hard question. <laughs> I mean, these are two great lineups. Um, and I think the, the Yankees now are more slavishly committed to the analytics than even the, the Rays are. Where, like, the book says, okay, Garrett Cole's thrown this many pitches. We're not letting him face Devers a third time. So if the Red Sox, you know, put four or five runs up in the first few innings, I don't think that Garrett Cole will be in there past the fourth, fifth, sixth inning. I think Evaldi is stretched out as much as anybody in the game right now. I think, you know, he threw 94 pitches in his last spring start, so he can go deep into this game. I would say that today and in this first month, that's my number one concern for this Red Sox team. Like, you look at the Yankees, their bullpen was the reason they were good last year. I mean, they didn't hit at all. Their pitching staff was great, and particularly the bullpen, guys like Lutke and Holmes and Loizaga and Green. The Red Sox right now don't have that depth of the bullpen. So for the first month of the season, whether it's Evaldi or anybody else, by design, Waka and Hill and all these guys are not going to go five, six innings. So who comes onto the mound then? Who's going to get those last 15, 18 outs of a game? Right now, to me, that's the number one question you can't answer definitively for these Red Sox. So that challenge begins today. In your mind, should Bogarts, Devers, and Trevor Story all be all-stars? Like, would it be disappointing if we got to the halfway point this season and, and you know, one, two, or, God forbid, all three of those guys weren't all-stars? I think so. I mean, they're, they, they're, their career would tell you that that's the kind of player that they are. And, again, I mean, the thing about 
Xander is he's a tremendous phenomenal incredible player but that position is so loaded I mean there's so many great shortstops really in both leagues uh, but you know Seeger comes to Texas he could have a monster year down there you get all these young great shortstops all over the sport I, again I think Devers is basically the front runner other than Otani and Trout to be the MVP so I think that Devers is going to be an all-star I, I really I mean I feel pretty damn confident about the fact that Devers is going to do stuff that he's never done before, that very few hitters in Red Sox history have done. I, I really think people are going to want to buckle their seatbelts and enjoy the ride because Devers is going to have a career year, an all-time season. And then Trevor's story, I mean, there's no reason to think that he's healthy. There's no reason to think he won't hit, especially at Fenway Park. I, I think that it's just so amazing to think you got those three guys all on one infield. And by the way, Bobby Dahlbeck, I mean, he's your seven-hole hitter. He's made adjustments. He's a 35-40 home run potential kind of guy. So I don't know that there's a better infield offensively, particularly in in all of baseball. So uh, it's a pretty exciting uh, four to run out there every day. Uh, Will, is there a player who hasn't been talked about very much that you think, whatever their role, big or small, could end up having a really nice year for the Red Sox? I two guys stand out to me one is Christian Arroyo who proved that he can play in the outfield is a super flexible versatile guy and if he can stay healthy I think the Red Sox have a real weapon off the bench and that adds another layer of depth and then the guy in the in the bullpen that I'm really interested in seeing is Cutter Crawford because the Red Sox right now do not have a lot of guys who throw it hard from the right side and in this division think about it think about today with the Yankees Judge and Stanton and think about what the Toronto Blue Jays have from the right side I mean it's right-handed hitters in the American League East that really trouble you so I think Crawford has got to get it going he could have a Whitlock type year although that kind of an expectation is way impossible to meet I think Crawford and then we need Matt Barnes to be great, right? And and there are reasons to worry about that. The velocity was down. He thinks he found a mechanical tweak. But it's a little unsettling to go into the first game of the season and not have a setup guy and not have a closer. So those roles need to get defined here very quickly. Uh, how Alex Cora gets that done today might be Garrett Whitlock after Nate Evaldi, if all goes as planned. But then Whitlock is going to be stretched out and be in a starting role. So uh, there are just so many unknowns in that bullpen, and hopefully a couple of guys will emerge and, and kind of step forward. Yeah, I mean, that's my question going in. Like, what Your best guess, if the Red Sox have a one-run lead after six innings, what does the seventh, eighth, and ninth look like? Man, you know, I would think if it were the eighth inning, it would be Garrett Whitlock today. Yeah. Uh, and, but your guess is as good as mine in that seventh inning. Would Matt Barnes get a chance? Maybe. Um, you know, Ryan Brazier has a history of doing it, but he didn't have the best spring training. I think that if it's, you know, the Rizzo part of the lineup, it wouldn't surprise me to see somebody like Matt Strom come in and get three outs today. If you got a couple of lefties, Rizzo and Gallo, uh, we will see about that. Uh, it's going to be fascinating to see because Alex has been very coy about that, about who's going to get those big outs today and going forward. And I, frankly, he doesn't know all the way. It's going to be a test to see who pitches well in the early part of the season, and I think he'll ride the hot hand. Back on the road again, fancy Woo! steakhouses, nice. nights out. Here we go. Oh, man. Do you have all your hookups? Do you know your uh, dens of iniquity you're going to tonight? <laughs> Day game on a Friday. Oh, Plenty man. Plenty of places my... to go on 45th Street, maybe 52nd. Oh, baby. My wife's coming to town tonight. She's going to enjoy New York, oh, so we're taking her out nice. to a nice dinner. Look at and you. Uh, Yeah, we got the kids are handled at home. We're going to enjoy Manhattan and hopefully Good. be toasting a Red Sox win. There we go. Very Will nice. Fleming, uh, one of the voices of the Red Sox Network. And, of course, 
you can hear the game right here coming up pregame at 12.05 right here on WEEI and the Odyssey app. Will, thank you, friend. We appreciate it. Enjoy the Thanks, hell fellas. out of today. I will for sure. Thank you. Thanks, Will. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.